You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today we're coming back again. It's another non-Bravo episode. It's something we've never done, which is something on TLC, quite shocking. And it's not <laughs> 90 Day. It's 1,000 Pound Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that title is even funny. As you say, I'm literally hysterically laughing because why are we talking about it? <laughs> but why not? Basically, our history with the show, because we started watching it together. So there was that clip that went viral last season, because this is season two. Last season, there was a scene where they showed Tammy, who is the bigger of the Slayton sisters. And again, the Slayton sisters are the two main characters, the Thousand Pound sisters, namesake. Um, and they had to make a sudden break in the car. Now, the way Tammy set up, she can't sit in a seat. She's too big to sit in a seat. So she kind of just like lays out in the back of the car and when the brakes were hit she flew forward in the car like through the minivan it was truly an <laughs> insane clip and after it's that we watched it i feel bad for laughing but like also i don't i don't know the show was definitely like i would categorize it as a dark comedy for sure it's funny, and usually they're even intentionally funny, but it's also some of the funniest parts are things they don't know are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the funniest sister to you, Tammy or Amy? Intentionally funny Tammy, but like just like life and like I laugh at her, Amy. Okay. What about you? <laughs> I feel like I laugh way more at Tammy. I do. Tammy's funny. Like, she can crack a joke. Amy doesn't, like, really crack jokes. It's, I'm not even thinking of, like, them cracking a joke. I'm thinking of, like, like, your, like, the things you do and say are, like, hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and we're not really recapping a specific episode. I mean, there is a, an episode, which is season two, episode six, um, that we're going to be talking about more than others, but basically we're talking about the whole series. Again, we watched in season one and we haven't talked about it on here. So we'll just be talking. And then just to give some preface in case you all don't watch, but I don't know why you were listening to this podcast if you haven't watched Thousand Pound Sisters. Like, <laughs> it's a waste of time. <laughs> like, I don't imagine you like us that much, but maybe you If don't. you do, we fuck with you so heavy. I dare I say I love you and you're my Valentine because... <laughs> That's insane to me. Um, So last season, basically, the two sisters, one was 400 pounds about, and then the other was about 600. And together, they were going to go through a weight loss journey and get their bariatric surgery so that they can be skinny ladies, okay? Get a lap band, get, I don't know what they're getting, but whatever it is, they were going to lose weight. What'd you say, babe? It was a gastric sleeve, so cutting part of their stomach (laughs) okay so they got a gastric sleep well not that so they go through the journey last season at the end of the season um unfortunately amy was the only one that was approved and cleared to go into surgery um our sis tammy wait and, and and amy was the smaller of the two just so everyone is clear on that so the smaller of the two lost more weight and got approved for her surgery while tammy who was the bigger and theoretically should have lost 
as much weight because the bigger you are, the faster you can lose weight. Did not lose enough in time. Continue. Basically stayed at the same weight the entirety of the show last season. (laughs) (laughs) We see clips of her eating a salad. That means nothing because Tammy didn't lose a fucking pound. So, and then Amy's kind of have all the advantages. She already has a man. Um, like we already said, she's kind of the smaller one. She's also the younger one. Like she kind of has everything going for her. And so that's kind of why you root for Tammy so hard is because mm-hmm. it's quite clear the circumstances are against Tammy losing this weight. Right. And Amy was way more independent and mobile than Tammy was, which also contributed to why Amy was able to lose the weight because Amy could literally walk around, whereas Tammy could only do a couple steps before she got tired or she had to rely on her wheelchair which honestly would have made me really, really sad as a person to see like your sister doing the things you want to do, but can't. Right. So they went to this hot doctor, Dr. Proctor, and he was in Atlanta. What'd you say about? No, I was just confirming that he's very hot. Very hot doctor. (laughs) Um, and then of course, Dr. Proctor, like what a fun name. He basically, they kept him up until this season, just to recap kind of where we are now, Amy's lost the weight, but oopsie, she got pregnant and Dr. Proctor has suggested (laughs) she wait two years until getting pregnant. She waited two months and Tammy got pregnant. So we're on this journey with her and trying to keep up her diet, even though she's pregnant. And then, of course, we're here with Amy. Um, this was filmed at the end of 2020. So COVID is a thing. And oh, you, you switched her names. Ooh. Amy's the one that got pregnant. Tammy's yeah, Amy's the, the one who got pregnant. Tammy's the one who many of us can relate to. It's COVID. You know, <laughs> things are happening. You're eating more than you have. You put on a couple pounds. Except for she didn't have any pounds to give. Except that her life is on the line. And so instead, she gained um, all the weight that she had lost and then some um, to an alarming amount. Pretty much everything that she had. I think she had lost like maybe like 50 pounds finally, um, which was kind of like around the original that he had given her to lose between like 50 and 100. And she finally lost it. But then COVID hit. She gained it all back. Um, Right, so at the beginning of the season, we see them go back to Dr. Proctor. That's when Amy breaks the news that she's pregnant. Um, And that's when he weighs her and she had gained back the original 50 pounds. And then Mm -hmm. the brother is a new fixture in the show, which he's a hysterical figure in the show. Love him on here. Yeah, I'm so glad they brought him on. And he also could stand to lose a few pounds. What's so crazy about the show, and me and Jay talked about this offline, what I was saying was he's big. He's like about 400 pounds. So like pretty big dude. Like, but the way they make it seem on the show, you almost don't even think he's big. You low key think he's like normal size. And you're like, oh, he doesn't have to lose a lot of weight. You think he's helping Tammy. Cause that's what he decided. I'm going to go on this weight loss journey with Tammy. Hopefully we'll both be on the operating table at the same time, lose the weight together, all of that. Mm-hmm. The brother, you know, he took it seriously. Also men lose weight easily, but we won't go into that tangent right now. He takes a little more seriously. He then laps Amy and is now even ready to get the surgery before her. And on the flip side, <laughs> she gained 50 pounds in 30 days. Did you say Amy again? If I said Amy, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm talking about Tammy. 
<laughs> um, yeah, laps her. The problem is, okay, so like we said, you know, she, we decided that Amy got pregnant and she wasn't supposed to. Again, Dr. Proctor told her two years, she got it pregnant in two months. I can't explain to you all how dangerous that is to be two months post-op of a bariatric surgery and you're getting pregnant. Um, like, didn't re- didn't take a moment to recover. First of all, Dr. Proctor told her, you're going to be more fertile because that's what happens when you're a bigger woman and you lose weight. Your body starts going through all these hormonal changes. And in usual news, that's probably great news, especially for somebody like Amy because she wanted to get pregnant because she already had her man, which is fine and fair. But after you do a gastric sleeve, you have to take medications. Your body has to get used to... Um, having i don't know part of its stomach fucking ripped out and so and also she wasn't even at her goal weight like she just got the sleeve because she was at the threshold where she could get the sleeve her end weight was was not supposed to be this where she's at this point almost 400 pounds again exactly she was still morbidly obese (laughs) by the time she got pregnant um and yeah, so now she's has a fetus growing inside of her that's competing for the nutrients in her body that her body cannot afford to give. And she's gaining weight, as you do in pregnancy, even though she just got the surgery to lose weight. So that's kind of what's going on with Amy. But then with Tammy, Tammy gains weight. Tammy gained a total of 50 pounds in 30 days. On top of the 50 that she already gained post or during COVID, you know, quarantine. So now I think she's at about 645 pounds. Right. Which to remind you all is 45 pounds more than we met her when she got on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I also told Jay this, I was thinking in her interviews and stuff, you can kind of tell she gained weight, but it's hard to tell what you hit a certain size. I mean, it's hard to tell really, unless you're really keeping your eye on someone in general. But I was like, something is not right. (laughs) And it was 50 pounds. I was like, (gasps) right. But you can definitely see when someone has gained 50 pounds, let alone 50 pounds in 30 days. I don't think anyone, if you're sitting here and you're not shocked by what I just said, I think you really need to get your ears shut. Cause I said 50 pounds in 30 days. You gain more than a pound in a day. Do you know how much you have to eat to gain a pound a day? I hate that this show is being filmed during all of this too. It's not, I'm not saying they need to have big brother style cameras, but I just would kill to see like a binge session. Wouldn't you? <laughs> in her darkest moments. Unfortunately, they don't, they frame her dark moments as like dark moments so like I they won't show her binge eating but I kind of do want to see it because I want to understand the amount that she's eating and the quantity the quality and I I I can't we deserve the context and listen I'm a big girl too just in case y'all want to know so don't come in my inbox you know telling me anything okay so right, I this is understand. Big Girls on Display episode, and we're all big girls here, okay? <laughs> we're all big girls here, okay? I can understand gaining weight during quarantine. Ditto. Retweet. 
I can understand eating a lot more than you should and feeling bad about it afterward, but whatever. But I really, I don't know if I can back her up on the 50 pounds in 30 days. You have to actively be overeating. Like you have to actively force yourself to eat. Like you, you would think you know, she like, wasn't like, even trying to lose weight. Like at the very <laughs> least, you would think like she's trying to maintain it. Oops, she gained 50. You were supposed to be losing weight. And you gained 50. But if you had not been supposed to be losing weight, what would you really have gained? Because I imagine you had the nerve to be watching what you were eating a little bit. I've never even uh, gaining 50 pounds in a year even is like a lot for people. Like, if you saw somebody who gained 50 pounds in a year, you'd be like, damn, like, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? Do you have congestive heart failure? Is that why you're gaining weight? Because anybody, um, for those that don't know, like, if you have heart failure and you have fluid backup, overload, sometimes you can gain weight from the fluid. But for someone, like you said, who is supposedly actively losing weight and she gained 50 more than a pound a day, and her sister is buying her healthier foods so how is she also and remember she's not mobile at this point increasingly becoming more and more immobile because she's gaining more weight so if your sister's not buying you unhealthy food and you can't go out and get the food yourself and your brother has lost how many other pounds he's lost in less than a month (laughs) while restarting this journey with you where the fuck are you getting the food from? What the fuck are you eating? And how much are you eating? And that's why I like the show. Even though it kind of, I kind of feel like why I'm watching this, but it's kind of like, you know, it's like morbid curiosity. It's like watching a car wreck. It's like, I watched, <laughs> I started watching, oh, damn, what's the name of that show? Oh, My 600 Pound Life. And I feel like it gives me the idea of what they're eating. Cause this show doesn't really show you like what they're eating, at least not this season. Cause they're supposed to be like skinny this season, but my system 600 pound light shows what they eat. And when I say <laughs> as a member of the fat girl coalition, even I'd be like, damn. <laughs> like, damn. I mean, you don't get to be 600 pounds for eating kind of fat. I know, for ordering but, like one extra side at a restaurant. It's not how it's you like get 600 call, pounds. We call unnecessary fat moves. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to explain to people what, what an unnecessary fat move is? Yeah, so an unnecessary fat move is like, look, we make fat moves. Like, you know, when an, a fat move would be, oh, I have this cookie. Let me get some ice cream and make it a la mode. That's a fat move. Okay. <laughs> An unnecessary fat move is like, like oh, I wait, have wait, this. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's especially a fat move is calling it a la mode. Fuck you. All right, continue. Um, but an unnecessary fat move would be, okay, I have this cookie. I should make 12 more, deep fry them, coat them in something, make a sandwich with this ice cream. Oh, and let me add some Oreos to the ice cream too, just to set it off. That's unnecessary. And so when I was watching one of these episodes of My Sister Pound Life, and we'll get back, to, I mean, they all come together, honestly, the same concept of these shows. Uh, except Thousand Pound Sisters tries more to be a little bit lighter, to have a little more brevity. <laughs> um, yeah, because we have to stay with them. It's not like in that show where it's kind of like 
you know, it's not as focused on them. Like we actually actually have to watch multiple seasons of these people. It can't be that bad. Right. Um <laughs> and the woman says she finishes her breakfast and her breakfast was like obviously like a ridiculous breakfast. It's like when you go to IHOP and you get like the hungry man breakfast or something like that. And like you you eat that maybe like once a year or something like that. It's not a breakfast you eat every day, but these people eat it every day. So she eats like this crazy breakfast. And then she's like, oh, honey, it's our daughter. And she's like, can you get me a brownie? <laughs> her daughter's like, okay, like how many do you want? So first of all, that's already an enabler behavior because I asked you for a brownie and you asked me how many do I want? And you know, I have no self-control. So I was going to ask for more. Yeah, you should actually make the answer and just get two brownies and give it to her and that'd be it. See, now you're being unnecessarily fat. Why does she need two brownies? She just finished. See, because I, no, that wasn't a necessary fat move. That was just a fat move. Because one is whatever. <laughs> I'm going to give her the benefit of two. Whatever she did, I'm sure was unnecessarily fat. And I'm sure you'll share. So she says, in answer to how many brownies, bring me the whole pan. <laughs> and proceeds <gasps> to literally eat the whole brownie Wait, so pan. did they bake some brownies that morning for her to have this binge? <laughs> I guess so. So I love your cooking your breakfast and you just know you're going to be in mood for a full pan of brownies <laughs> next. So just like, fuck it, let's just fire those in the fucking oven too. Completely ignored the square, like the squares they cut off and just dipped a fork in that bad boy. Why, why cut them? Just leave the Why? Sheet. Who cut them? Who cut them when they knew that she was going to ask for the whole pan and eat the whole It's pan a formality. She probably did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sick part. It was her. <laughs> So I like my 600 pound life because it's like, it's just so, in, it's it's intriguing. It's morbidly, sometimes probably maybe literally, but it's just morbidly intriguing to me. And so, like I said, but this show, Thousand Pound Sisters is a better version of that because it's not as sad, although it is quickly becoming sad because now Tammy is over 600 pounds, which no one should be. And we never saw this coming. The way the show was framed, it set us up to believe both of these women were going to win. Or at least I felt. I never thought it was going to be a situation where it was only going to get worse. And they were threatening her, like, saying, you're going to die in four years. Right. Now it's looking like a year or two. Now it's looking like if she doesn't lose it this year, she'll never lose it, and she's going to die. Right. Now, mind you, Tammy already has all sorts of other medical issues, as you do when you become that size and you're that immobile for that long or limited mobility for that long. So on top of like having been in, uh, like she's been hospitalized, she's been in a coma, she's had a heart, like she's had so many things and she's how old? They're not old. Oh, I don't remember their exact age. I don't remember their ages, but they're like, they're like in the early 30s the the oldest so (laughs) yeah that's that's just to catch y'all all up on what's happening on this show um oh the last thing that we have to do because actually the name of the episode we're kind of loosely recapping is there's something about jerry again season two episode six and (laughs) Jerry will be a young man that we kind of met at least we met the idea of him at the end of last year when Uh Amy and Tammy went to Dr. Proctor now Dr. Proctor's in Atlanta so that's why they had to go travel to him and he stopped seeing them so that 
Tammy could see someone that's closer to her because obviously she needs like a closer eye on her. And, you know, Amy is supposedly done with the journey, except for she's pregnant. So Dr. Proctor stopped seeing them. And I understand that. I would stop seeing them too. <laughs> <laughs> now at the, the, la- the final weigh-in last year, Tammy's boyfriend, Jerry, pulled up on her at the hotel and because where he lives is in North Carolina, so it's closer, I guess, wherever the situation was. I do have a note about where he's from, but we will get there. It was closer to Atlanta, so he pulled up to Atlanta for like one night of lust and romance, and then he slipped out in the night. We never got to see him on camera, but we do know that Tammy got dicked down by her... By the man she's calling her boyfriend. I mean, we might as well call Jerry boyfriend, her boyfriend at the end of last season. So now there's something about Jerry. There is something about Jerry. We're meeting Jerry for the first time this episode. Woo. Um, yeah, and spoiler. Well, you know what? I'll wait. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no spoilers. Okay, so I mean, we didn't. Let's just write the series. There's no need to write this episode. Let's it's talk about the series. A plus. It's an A plus. Come on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's an A plus. Like it really is. Like I was gonna give it an um an A minus because there are slow episodes, but I'll meet you, meet you in the middle. I'll say A. Okay, we can say A. I agree on that. This shit is funny to me. I don't care what anyone says. It's, it's so ridiculous. Good. It's so ridiculous, but it's so good. It is. And it's like, I know there are some people who would give this an F, but I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> is this F I'm television? I would debate that TLC is an F channel. <laughs> TLC, but TLC Loki has like gems. Like if you're mildly... Yeah, and they're all F level. No, they're all stupid. Like <laughs> if you're mildly like into like human psychology and you want to understand why people do the things that they do, or just see people doing things that are just really like, why are you doing that? TLC is the channel for sure. Because between this, you know, my 600 pound life, my strange addiction. And all the 90 day spinoffs? The 90 days. I think Little Women is on there too. Little Women like, is on just... here. And also the fucking like the Doug, not the Duggars, but the um the polyamory family. The one we used yes, to watch a little just, bit. Sister Wives, little Sister bit... Wives. Sister Wives. There's a little bit for everybody on this channel, but it's one of those things where it's like you're watching it in secret, or like you watch it, or you, and you tell people like, "Yeah, I'm watching this," and you will you chuckle after because you know that it's actually ridiculous that you're watching it. They don't actually name any of the shows anything appealing. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> these don't sound glamorous or glitzy. It's straight Dr. Pipple Poppers on here. Like it's very straight to the point type shit. You know exactly what the fuck I'm watching. It's 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 very dark on this channel, but good. It's so weird. And it's funny because there's a lot of Bravo overlap. I would say a lot of Bravo people, at least podcasters, they always watch 90 Day People. They're always 90 Day People. Oh, there's so many 90 Day fans out there. And I didn't even know that. Because like when I went to start watching a couple episodes last year, um, I have like mentioned it on my story on Instagram. And when I say I got I got so many messages, you would have thought I posted a thirst trap. You would have thought I posted my bare naked ass. Like I got so many messages from people talking about, oh my God, I love that show. That's it. That's my show. Oh my God, did you watch this season? The the people are into 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, the people come out the fucking woodwork for fucking 90 Day. 
And they watch every spinoff. They watch before the 90 days, 90 days single, 90 day in quarantine, after 90 days, before the 90, like it's <laughs> 90 days and counting. Like it's crazy. It's, it's like it's the equivalent sanity. of like below deck, in my opinion. It's the below deck of TLC because I didn't even realize that so many people watch below deck until you look at the fucking ratings and literally everyone, everyone watches below, below deck. Like it's the highest rated show on Bravo easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 90 day, it's just like a lot of overlap and I could see why there's a lot of overlap between people loving TLC. So TLC shows and loving Bravo. They're, mm-hmm. they're really the same thing except TLC is like low income version. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of gross and tragic, but like, so is Bravo. So it all tracks. Right. Bravo yeah. covers their grossness a little better. I mean, yeah, they try to. They make everything glossy and shine. They don't try on TLC. They actually, the <laughs> nastier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to know if anybody that is listening to this watches dr pimple popper because i need to understand what intrigues you about dr pimple popper and why you feel like you can watch dr pimple popper i cannot stop saying anything because i think i like to see some pretty nasty shit and i have you know a strong stomach not a lot of things like really gross me out but that grosses me out a lot i mean it's really disgusting (laughs) i don't know how people really watch that like as entertainment like every week can't wait to watch the latest episode of dr pimple popper <laughs> can't wait to watch her bust a cyst open like that see i so understood fun. the point of like her when snap was hot and like come ch- checking on a quick snap if you just some people love the the satisfaction of pus coming out and bleeding out of a, a pimple so if you need a quick you know 10 second video of that I can understand I can't understand a full show I don't know what's gross the people that are watching it or the woman that's doing it as a profession at least she's getting paid you're just sitting there watching this for what just like living to watch people ooze (laughs) maybe if I was oozing you know maybe find your own ooze is satisfactory but I don't see how other people's ooze is satisfactory but yeah like I'm not the type to like if I see someone with a pimple be like oh let me pop it for you like there are those type of people and I'm not I'm not I'm not that first of all I don't pop my own pimple so what you're not gonna do is pop mine for me thank you or nor am I gonna pop yours for you it's disgusting okay so um complete side note sorry y'all no go ahead no what'd you say or did you already talk about the side note no I was just saying like we completely deviated but I didn't mean to sorry okay so um, again, you know, astrology, it's in our bio. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. I didn't actually look up their charts. I mean, if I had had the time, I would have. But I will say we do know their sun signs. And Tammy is a Cancer and Amy is a Scorpio. Now, I collected a quote from each of them that I felt like really showed their their signs. And I'll start off with Amy. It's She's a Scorpio. It's Halloween. And Amy says, quote, I just love Halloween because it's spooky. I love spooky stuff. I love being scared. If that's not the most Scorpio (laughs) thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's true. I love being scared was my favorite. 
<laughs> She's like chasing the high of being scared all the time. Right. Live. And um, Tammy, the cancer's quote was, when referring to her boyfriend coming back to Kentucky to kind of meet her and see where she's from and all that, or meet her family and stuff. She said, quote, I want my family and Jerry to get along. My family means everything to me. Might not look like it sometimes, but they're my world. They're my life. So Cancerian. It's funny that you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. When, like, when I heard her say that, I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> That's a cancer on that show. such a cancer for that. And <laughs> again, if anyone knows remotely anything about astrology, or if anyone has seen like water signs in action when they're together, especially really any water, other water sign with Scorpio, because Scorpio is like the alpha of the water signs technically, <laughs> or they at least they want to be, let's give them that. But when you see the dynamic between these two sisters, it's unreal. They feel like twins. Yeah. Sick twins. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. And they have other siblings too, but you wouldn't know. Like the first season, they kind of alluded to them having a big family and we met the family in passing, but we didn't really acknowledge that they have so many siblings. And again, you wouldn't know because they're so connected in one that like they don't have to talk to anyone else. It's just them. They'll like silo off just themselves and probably go ghost for a couple weeks. That's just what they do. It's actually unreal because they make it seem like, I feel like in the first season, I don't know why it just felt like they were the only big ones in the family. And then obviously you see you see them, you know, like they meet up and they have like a luncheon or whatever. And you're like, wait, no, like everyone in this family is overweight at minimum. But really, yeah, a degree of fat for sure. <laughs> but really, most people are obese, and and like you were saying earlier about like how the brother makes you feel like he's not obese at all because he's just like, oh, Tammy's, you know, I got, I got to make sure Tammy's on her. Duh, duh, duh. When he's yeah, like when 200. Tammy would allude to them both being big, he like, but I'm not Tammy big. Like he wanted to establish that. <laughs> and it's like it's true you're not tammy big but at the same time you're only like 200 pounds and i say only because when you're that big like I it's mean, all proportions another... it's all relative like 200 pounds right. with someone we're talking about like someone that's 100 and 200 pounds is like 50 so you got to put it in perspective here like only 200 pounds when we're talking big pounds is nothing right so uh, it's just it's just in the way they talk about their childhood story like you would think like they're <laughs> like I said like they, they were the only big ones but then everyone's big so it's just it's honestly hysterical they're the biggest of them true and Tammy is the biggest of everyone in her family um and, and again is, we we also talked about this online Jay pointed out I mean offline Jay pointed out the thing about a lot of these people is they're big since they were young so Tammy and Amy have been like this big kind of for a long time yeah like I've noticed like on this show and like also from watching 600 pound life a lot of these people and obviously it's like a condition it's like it is like an addiction and a lot of it stems from some sort of like emotional imbalance or something in the family when they were growing up they all have like 
by the time they're like 15, 16, majority of them have passed like the 200, 300 pound threshold, which I find very interesting. <laughs> like you just, they've like just literally been big their whole life. Like, yeah. Um, so that that's the ladies. I just wanted to put out those two quotes because I just thought it was so crazy mm-hmm. that in this episode, it just so happened that they showed their asses, but they are their sun signs a lot. It's quite evident when she, once you know you kind of can't unsee it with them so mm-hmm. they give an example i'm sure every episode you could pull away a quote that just shows who they are in their essence mm-hmm. um so like i said it's kind of halloween so they're putting up decorations and all that other stuff and they address the fact that they don't really get to wear halloween costumes because they've been big for so long and this is amy's first skinny halloween um and again skinny <laughs> she's 300 pounds this is her first skinny <laughs> Halloween, so she can actually wear a costume. So mm-hmm. she was talking about that's kind of what they did on YouTube was they did special effects makeup because, you know, makeup can always fit. So they show videos, and I didn't realize Amy was doing special effects makeup all like that. Yeah, she was going in. She was doing a lot. Yeah, like, I was really impressed. I love their YouTube channel. Good I just love that being their grind. I've never watched it though. Have you? No, and I'm on YouTube. I'm I'm shocked I haven't watched either. Right? Huh? I need to at least subscribe. I do need to subscribe. I owe them that. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that'll be something we do as soon as we get off of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very impressed. Um, really loving that she finally gets to wear a Halloween costume. I'm like very happy for her because you know, she loves Halloween. So it's Halloween year round for her. And then they talk about Jerry's coming in town. And it was just very random because we haven't addressed Jerry since she fucked him season finale last year. So now it's episode six. All of a sudden she gets a call from Jerry. She's like, oh, hey, just in at home. All right, love you, bye. And she was like, oh yeah, it's Jerry. And I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, yep, my wait, boyfriend, what? Jerry. I'm like, my boyfriend? Did she call him boyfriend last year? Right. Also, another cancer move, but... (laughs) (laughs) He gutted her one time. That's all it took. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so she says, my boyfriend's coming in town in that... And, I mean, Jerry is a 45-year-old dude with six kids and five grandkids and he met her on a bbw site and when he said when she said bbw i was like hmm because i've only known bbw to really stand for big black women so then when they they flipped it to the big beautiful women i was actually pretty shocked oh i've heard both ways i never acknowledged that other way i didn't know people actually like followed that Hmm. i mean as in you know the others <laughs> always want to be included in some shit. So I've I've heard both ways. <laughs> Wild. Um, but in my community, it's black. Yeah. So I just assumed I always assumed it was black. So when I saw that she was on there, I was like, is she LARPing as a black woman on a BBW site? And she was like, no, it's like big, beautiful women. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. And I just love that there's a some chat. I would love to know the website, like exact HTTP. You know what I mean? Like I want the link. I mean, curious. clearly, I need to be on it because you find love quick. <laughs> <Real bad. laughs> All she did was like message him on some fucking Reddit thread, and 
Now she got a boyfriend. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so here's where <laughs> yeah, things got a little. Wait, what'd you say, babe? I was like, yeah, let's table that for later. Yeah, let's. Once we subscribe to her on YouTube, maybe we'll DM her on IG and ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where things got a little confusing to me because she describes Jerry as a city boy. And it's revealed that Jerry's from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Now, I've actually been to Winston-Salem, North Carolina because I was looking at Wake Forest, the school. And I'll tell you, look, I'm from fucking Cleveland. And I'm saying that was a country locale. I wouldn't call that a city by any stretch. I think like the only restaurant they have is like Golden Corral type shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little and farm, listen, um, you, you know you can't ask me because I'm from New York City, so right. That's what I'm saying. I'm the one that's me. from Cleveland, and I can say that was not appropriate. <laughs> but I've also been to cities in North Carolina, and they weren't cities anyway. So I know damn well Winston Salem is not a city. I can assure you. <laughs> I'm living for her being in Dixon, Kentucky, and considering Winston Salem a step above. It's not. They're literally the same place, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's a city boy. <laughs> that just cracked me up. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. So eventually he pulls up. They kind of do some tricky editing where it's like, is he going to come? Is he not? Is he ghosting her? But he's already seen her. He's already met her. So we see her getting ready. She has on a mask. She's lit. She's excited. And Jerry pulls up. What do you think of Jerry when he first steps out? What are your What are your opinions of Jerry? <laughs> I mean, obviously, um, for those that aren't, you know, sure of what's happening here, Jerry is black. Um, not that it matters, but just saying. Um, <laughs> so it's funny that he was lurking on a BBW site, but. And I like He pulls up. He's tall. He's skinny. Um, he kind of. <laughs> he was a. You know what? He was a sweet, sweet man. A sweet, sweet man. That's all I'm gonna say. And he's meeting Amy for the first time. So he meets Amy a little bit, which is their dog, and Amy's um, husband, Michael also BD, and everything's fine except for Jerry brings out a bag of candy. And, and then shit went dark. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> everything goes absolute shit. So he brings out a bag of candy, and he's like, y'all want some? And Amy asks, which I hate that she asks this, is it sugar-free? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you ask because it would never be. Um, then she's like, I can't have any. I'm on my diet or whatever. Da da da. And then Tammy doesn't really say anything. We can only assume that Tammy's going to eat some of that candy when she gets in the house. We know how many pieces of candy did she eat while he was there? They finished that whole bag for sure. That day. That day. In my bag, I didn't mean like a bag of Sour Patch. I meant like an actual grocery bag full of individual wrapped candies. Yeah. It was like the amount that you get from like trick-or-treating. Like he, (laughs) 
purposely packed aside candy. Now, again, like I said, he's tall and he's thin. So obviously um, he's not getting weight anytime soon off of this candy. So this is not make or break life or death for him. This is every day um, for him. This is just every day. He said he got to have his candy. He can't go anywhere without his candy. That's part um, of the reason I can assume he likes BBW women is because he knows he'll always be fed. That's always a a general consensus men seem to have of like a, a real perk of being with like a big girl and she's going to eat. So you're going to be fed. Right. Which goes back to like the men wanting a mom dynamic. It's very problematic. Um, and it's interesting too, because like on my sister Japan life, like all these women generally do have like a boyfriend or a spouse, um, boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse, like whatever. And, um, and obviously those people become, enablers for them so it's just interesting how it's kind of like really easy to get an enabler i guess you really just have to go on this like damn fucking bbw site and, and get to work in right it's literally um, a pool of fat people in a pool of enablers and they're just coupling up and they're just coupling up <laughs> it's really cool i need me an enabler <laughs> myself really fucking awesome. <laughs> suddenly like we both say like we have an announcement we have boyfriends on this bbw site <laughs> <laughs> A whole podcast dedicated. <laughs> I mean, listen, he drove eight hours to see her. Kentucky to Winston Salem was apparently eight hours. So I'm like, if they if they're that dedicated out there, I mean, shit. I'm mad. <laughs> I could only be with him for like a month though, because he's gonna like feed me, and I and I can't afford to like. Yeah, I'm gonna gain, gain weight. weight, and I'm like Tammy. Point. I can't afford to gain weight. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not at obviously at her size, but like. <laughs> In I my am. mind, mentally, I feel like I can't. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm no different than her. She's me and I'm her. <laughs> I've reached my capacity here, everyone. For sure. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's Jerry. So we just kind of see Jerry hanging out with them. He gets to finally see what Amy and Tammy do for a living, which is YouTube. So they see them film some, like, YouTube challenge. It's all kind of weird and, like, they're also just like very rednecky, so that's always like an underlying. Sometimes we just miss stuff. I'm like, wait, what? What was that? That's redneck humor. I wouldn't get it. So some shit right. was kind of weird, but yeah. How did you feel about how he interacted in that scene? Because I felt like he thought this was like very dumb. He <laughs> like, did. And and but it was like weird to feel like he felt like that while watching them record, <laughs> like. He was like, I don't know how that's a job. This is all kind of weird. Are they doing this for shock value? I was like, oh shit, he hates this. But like, I get it because I, I didn't like watching it either. It was bizarre. It's just, that's what he found bizarre of everything that has transpired this far. Like, that's what he thought was bizarre. I thought it was also interesting too, like when he pulled up and like Amy started asking him questions, he was like, wow, I didn't know that I was going to get interrogated by Amy today. Like, and I was just like, wow. How did you not, not sign up for that? You knew you were coming to see her family. You knew you were coming to see her sister at the very least. And you know how close they are. Obviously she's going to ask questions. And then when you pull um, out a bag of candy in front of somebody who's clearly been trying to lose weight for the past year, I have questions. That's like a drug addict pulling out like heroin in front of their family. It's like, okay, well, and then, I knew that she's she's supposed to be fucking recovered. So what the fuck are you doing with that goddamn heroin? And then have an attitude when I'm asking you, why do you have that heroin? You know what I mean? Like, what? 
and they and he was kind of he had to count his grandkids which i was confused it was only five but he was counting like it was going to be like nine of them um but he knew he had six kids and i was interested in his age really six kids he didn't look that yeah. amy didn't like that either and i couldn't tell if the discomfort was like you know racial undertones um <laughs> or not it was i didn't really take it be. as that but it i mean six kids that's a lot that is a lot but Even i mean if you had him with one woman like that's still a lot the bottom line is he already has grandkids like i fucked the six kids like he has grandkids like and five just... he only almost has lapped the number of kids he has <laughs> i mean that's how it goes you know but so that means your it's... kids are old like damn yeah they're at, at least 15, 18. 16. They're at least menstruating age, one of them. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, one of them has probably <laughs> had multiple. So I'm assuming they like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, you know? Yeah. So, damn. Okay. Well, so Jerry comes with a lot. That's 11 people, j- just the kids and the grandkids. What's the BMs looking like? We didn't, <laughs> we didn't really get a clarity Ooh, on. Um, yeah, they didn't. That would have been racial. I think that's why they didn't ask how many BMs because then people would baby mamas for everyone that's like BM. But I would assume you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's the question I wanted to know. But again, that uh, they didn't want to try it, but I wanted them to because I was curious. I guess the bottom line is that he's fertile Myrtle and he has a metabolism of a fucking nine year old. Right. It's quite um, clear this dude is gonna live till he's like a hundred <laughs> you know what I mean like, <laughs> he's like a great bill of health clearly I'm about to say he's rock steady over here um so <laughs> I also noticed that he had black air forces on and I really was hysterical yeah laughing. black air forces when he first got out the car and they had the nerve to be high top I was so scared if anyone knows like there's like a running thing well i guess if anyone doesn't know it's just like a running joke in the black community that if you have black air forces you're like a murderer gonna rob somebody like you're a crook like you're a criminal like (laughs) you only wear those when you're on like a heist (laughs) yeah so it looks like and okay so okay did you get any weird (laughs) feelings about jerry did you feel like he would be like a runaway groom type of dude or what yeah for sure (laughs) i mean (laughs) i couldn't tell if it's again because he's a black man and i always proceed with caution with them because most of them are like very like you know relationship or commitment adverse sometimes but uh when they asked him you know like do you see yourself with tammy he was like scratching his head scratching his beard and he was like hmm do i see myself with tammy that let me know it let, um, and it took him 30 seconds to say maybe <laughs> yeah that it's all that just say maybe that let me know that he's out the door he's he's almost out of your kids he has other ladies he's actively with as well yeah you don't think that he comes and screws amy for a couple of days in a row, and that's the only time he's screwing all year. No, he has things going on in Winston Salem. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I have an odd I, I think out of those six kids and those five grandkids, 
How many of them do you think knows Tamanay? I would say about maybe one or two, max. Only because he called while they were there in his house or something. Only because they call him in the act in the middle of a phone call with her. Otherwise, they would have never known about her for sure. <laughs> it's upsetting. Like Tammy has told everyone she's ever met down to like the mailman about this guy. <laughs> she told national television about this man. Like that's pretty big, you know. And I feel bad. I I. I... And I think Amy knows it too. She just doesn't want to say it because I, obviously like we haven't like really touched on it, but what we kind of mentioned before that like the dynamic between Amy and Tammy is like literally sick. It's honestly not a healthy relationship. They're very codependent. And um, Amy is trying to like, you know, branch off and do her own thing. She wants to get a new house because now she has a baby on the way. And like I said, she has the baby. She had the surgery. She's skinnier. She got the husband. So it kind of feels like everything is happening for Amy. Like her life is kind of, you know, going in a forward motion where Tammy's in a little bit more of a, you know, stasis period. And um, I just feel like Amy didn't want to like basically like blow down on Jerry because she's like, okay, like this is kind of like the only thing making my sister kind of really happy right now. And on top of that, it was revealed that she hated the last boyfriend. So you only have so many boyfriends you can hate before you look like a hater before you look like a fucking hater and yeah and you know tammy's always ready to snap on her anyway so it's the what revealed to me that jerry wasn't in it was not even that confessional where he said maybe and then laughed it was for me it was the fact that there were multiple scenes where he could have helped Tammy such as getting in the car mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to help her mm-hmm. physically but you could be there like so she's losing it like you could try to be there she would probably respect you more than everyone else she's quick to snap on um and so much as trying to pull her wheelchair every time we saw them all together it's only Mike didn't who help the wheelchair now well, he never even tried he didn't we didn't even see him try he just said he couldn't and then he did it right he never like which is interesting because I was thinking the same thing <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking like, wow, so he's not going to like help. The um, dude at the hayride was helping. He was an employee, but you're not going right. to help. I was like, he wasn't going to help Amy's husband. I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. She was going to, he was going to, Michael, there we go. Michael. <laughs> he was going to, because Michael also says everyone, if, in case y'all don't know, he says like two words, like max every episode. Something like lights are on no one's home with Michael. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. So that's the kind of personality that can that can get along with both of these sisters and be in this kind of weird codependent relationship with them. But anyway, but I was thinking, I was like, dang, he's not even helping her. And then Amy, I made a point like to say like, oh, like, you know, like he's so thin, he's going to snap like a twig. He can't help her. Um you know, and again, Amy likes to kind of rub it in Tammy's face. I feel like um, that Tammy's bigger, so she'll make comments like, you know, Tammy, she's 600 pounds. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot of weight. Yeah, just push. like the brothers. Like, they love to hate on her about her weight. They love to hate. No, and, it, and it's like, it, it is a lot of weight. But you saying it's a lot of weight doesn't like... <laughs> but we already matter. know that. We're watching a show called Thousand Pound Sisters. You don't have to explain to us that she's fat. Right. You're doing that for yourself. We know that. We know. So, yeah, I agree. The fact that he didn't even help her. 
Amy tried to like excuse it, saying like he would like break off as a twig anyway, but he didn't even do like the motion, like um, like you know, like the I'm gonna help you, you know, like not really kind of motion. It didn't even like cheers from the sidelines at the very least. Right. It's like when <laughs> a car is like, approaching you and you're crossing the street and you do that little shuffle walk like you're trying to like walk a little faster but you're not really but you you at least trying to make it look like you are he didn't even do one of those so yeah i give him five months tops you know i can see it lasting for some years and it just staying at this where he sees her once a year and she thinks it's something serious and it's not Mm, once a year yeah that could work too yeah which right the the thing is Tammy is pressing for a ring. I don't know how hard she's pressing, and I don't know what he's saying behind closed doors to her about the ring. Um, and listen, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna pretend like I don't understand why she's pressing for it, where she's feeling the pressure from, and I get it. Like you're getting older, everyone else has a boo, a husband, a spouse, or whatever. Yes, sister even does now. She got the surgery. She got skinny. She got pregnant. She has a man. She's trying to move out to a bigger home. I get it. I get like just wanting to pick the whoever's around and just scrounging that desperation almost. You just want to grab whoever's around. Yeah, you know, I like to say grabby, like getting very grabby. You'll take whatever they got. Yeah, you're getting very grabby. Dare I say you're settling. You know what I mean? You're just trying to find whoever you can find. However... This wasn't a good grab. <laughs> Let's just say that. Not a good grab. And they really emphasize it. Like, it was humiliating, especially when they were at that Halloween store when she couldn't fit through the door. He's just standing there watching her not fit through the door. Most just watching time. her. And they had to, like, turn her around on the ramp so that Michael Right, so she's just, pull. like, making eye contact with him as she's, like, getting, like, stuffed <laughs> through this door. <laughs> like, if you had helped, you wouldn't have to stare at her. Like, please, just at least try to help. I was also wondering that. I'm like, how come no one's, like, pushing her at, like, her legs or something while Michael is pulling? But I was like... They're not the why smartest make- bunch. Right, I was like, why is everyone making Michael do like literally all the manual labor here when he's literally half of her weight? Um, hey, Michael does it, no complaints. Right, Amy says do it, Michael does it. And there was a scene also earlier in this season where like the brother was pushing Amy up, a, not Amy, oh pushing my gosh, up a ramp. Everything. And he's pushing her up a ramp and he slips and falls. He slides out of his slides because he was pushing a 600 pound woman in slides up a ramp. Um, and he slides and he falls. And the sheer moment of panic both him and Tammy had was insane. Because they've warned us of horror stories off camera of like Tammy, I mean Tammy. Tammy falling over in some sort of way and it being a disaster. Or like her almost falling on top of someone and like crushing them to death. We've heard these stories. So to see we almost saw it on camera, it was really a shock. Crazy. So it's like Tammy's nervous because she's in a wheelchair and she's about to roll back and probably just literally murder her brother. And then he's nervous because he's about to get crunched under this wheelchair and Tammy. Like (laughs) Um, on this ramp and <laughs> because 600 pounds as Amy likes to refer to her as dead weight 600 pounds of dead weight at that velocity really would have knocked Michael out 
it uh, <laughs> it, it would have knocked the, the 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 brother out and I, I I'm laughing because the way they shot it was funny but when you really like sit down and pick it apart it's not funny so, but <laughs> right like again TLC is Bravo so they make jokes that I think are not funny and so it seemed funny it's not funny yeah, as a recapping it, I realized it's not funny. It's only it funny, funny because so they like, made it out alive and it didn't end up being a situation. That's true. <laughs> so Michael lived to tell the tale and he's fine. Not Michael. What's the name of the brother? I'm not Michael. Brother. Who Who is the brother? I don't remember the brother's name. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of him. I don't know why I haven't committed his name to memory. I don't know. It's just the brother. Like, Yeah, so he'll be the brother. Um, yeah whatever so they end up getting halloween costumes because they're going to a haunted hayride um tammy has to settle for 6x bat costume that's really tight on her and (laughs) (laughs) you're petty it was really tight she was busting out of it and i was like damn i hated that when she had it all the way zipped up she unzipped it really quickly and i was like and i get that (laughs) i've been there i've been I, she looked uncomfortable and I felt uncomfortable instantly. I was like, I've remembered busting out of clothing. I could bust out of something right now. I could, there's something in my closet say, I could put on and bust you, out of right you now. Remember? I'm like, yeah, I like, remember like yesterday. <laughs> See, we're in quarantine, so I don't put on clothes that I would bust out of, but there are okay. quite a few clothes. Well, can I can we also talk about of. the fact that I really have no clothes and I can't even think of the last time like I really sat and did like a whole like did a haul and was like yes everything in this haul fits or everything is cute oh no i have to order hella shit and just hope like a few of those pieces work out <laughs> and even then I, I don't think i'm ever satisfied with how it looks or whatever i always gotta like you know you know shake it up a little bit you know stitch here stitch there i got a cinderella you know what i mean yeah <sighs> so again so, Tammy, we relate like I understand you, you want to wear a Halloween costume with certain something and you just like in college my thing was I always wanted to have one Halloween where I was a Hooters girl but my stomach was never flat enough for me really to be the Hooters girl I wanted to be so I can never do it and I get that Tim that she wanted to do things and she couldn't do them yeah it was tough it was tough to see and then so she had to be a bat and her man had to be a vampire which don't match but again she, her costume put him in a real position where they couldn't really do a couple's costume yeah he also didn't <laughs> i'm care. watching the i'm watching the rant part of the episode right now this is insane it was humiliating i couldn't believe it also for her to be out during this coronavirus stint yikes yeah it's scary um also sometimes there are moments in the show where they're really covid safe and then there are moments you're like wait is it covid or no because in the hayride none of them had on masks and i was like i guess you all are outside but the people that work here do it for them who have to get in your face and scare you also the people that were acting at the hayride were like literally getting within an inch of them mm-hmm. yeah like i i frequently forget they were like that they're recording during covid and so they do things like throwing a mask real quick and i'm like oh right they took off the mask for the halloween store scene and they're like girl let's put on our mask before people come in here i was like wait what right (laughs) all righty um and then lucky amy her first skinny halloween she gets to do like a 50s kind of look with her man 
he does like the grease look like she's doing a, a poodle skirt yeah. he's doing like a leather jacket a john travolta kind of look so lucky them uh and we get to the hayride that this whole episode was kind of they've been talking about the hayride all fucking episode they get to the hayride it's all fun and games again michael i wrote a note that just said michael is strong yeah he's a strong silent type for sure because he doesn't say a fucking word meanwhile he is pushing her every anywhere tammy goes somewhere michael's pushing her there's no one else that pushes her except for the brother right. sometimes except for the brother when the brother's there i mean because amy used to be the one that used to help push her around but since pregnant. amy has gotten smaller herself and now she's pregnant she can't do it and it sucks <laughs> for tammy because you can see tammy hating that people that her being pushed is a whole ordeal and i get that like i can only imagine like yeah even now, like when like everyone's like, oh, let's like squeeze in the back of the Uber. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> the thing about me is, I <laughs> yeah, I'm like, listen, I can squeeze, but it's gonna be a squeeze. Like it's, it's not... gonna be squoze though, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be squoze. Like you're gonna feel uncomfortable. The skinniest and shortest bitch gotta go in the middle because <laughs> there's a big body bends over here, okay. Fucking so, I can only imagine like, being in, in I'm already in a wheelchair and then it's also hard to push me in said wheelchair like this is no breeze taking Am, I mean Amy taking Tammy out just for fun like you don't just take her out and just not think about it it's again it's a whole ordeal they have to plan for it I have to wear certain shoes I have to make sure I'm straight I mean god forbid I'm having a back spasm day <laughs> it's just also crazy because it's like well one why doesn't she have a motorized scooter is she too big for a motorized scooter i think so um, what power what motorized scooter could <laughs> power that no <laughs> don't do that because i watched my sister about life and the chick on there had a motorized scooter okay well uh, then she needs to s- slide in the tammy's dms <laughs> and drop the link <laughs> oh man <laughs> um so they get moral of the story is we're kind of at the end of the episode the haunted hayride there's a scene where they serve them food and then they name all of the foods that you would assume are like a nasty carnival-y type situation so they get like nachos <laughs> on deck <laughs> hot dogs and then they name a chili and so tammy is like what do you all have that's skinny and then she hysterically maniacally laughs after because I also get that. Like, I will never forget in Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, there was one episode where um, Dorothy Wang said, only fat people get, like, the skinny options at restaurants. And I was like, it's true. It's true. (laughs) Like, you're on a perpetual diet, so you're always getting the skinny option. The gag is that it's made for us. You would think it's for skinny people. Skinny people don't eat that. No, they know how to do portions, so, like, they're okay with getting that big meal and not finishing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but when you're not okay with not finishing your whole meal then you've got to get the skinny lightest calorie option that also the shame that comes from getting the fattest option when you're fat people look at you like you sure you're gonna eat that 
don't know. I would low key rather order the fattest option and be fat. It's like, well, that's expected. But for me to order <laughs> like the hundred calorie snack, it's like, damn, what's happening with her? I think you, I think for me to order the hundred calorie snack, obviously, it, it basically admits like, yeah, I'm like fat and I know it, and therefore I'm on a diet. I'm trying to curb it. That only works for, like the first couple months. Then people need to start losing, like seeing you lose the results. Weight. Like I need to yeah. start seeing results because if you keep ordering the skinny and you're fat and you're like not and you're gaining fifty pounds in thirty days, it's, <laughs> it's shocking. Then you seem to you look especially crazy. Yeah. So that's why she laughed like that. I would I laugh with her. It's funny me asking. A ride a hayride. There is no skinny option. And we're right. in Kentucky, Dixon, Kentucky. I highly doubt there's like a Whole Foods around the corner. And right. then. The skinny option is a heaping bowl of chili. <laughs> they probably has so much sodium in it that it's you literally better off getting a hot dog, the processed meat. I also was like, who orders chili at this place? Like, it's not going to be good grade chili. And it was like in a styrofoam cup, like a drink cup, like a lean cup. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like kind of like or, a vet, a chili. Yeah. <laughs> Rappers drink they lean, like it was kind of one of them styrofoam cups. So I was just like, that doesn't look appealing. And they were throwing it down. It didn't have cheese on it, no sour cream, not even like not like rice, not, nothing extra. These people were shoveling down just a full styrofoam chili. Right. Of like water with some like ground mystery meat and like a couple of kidney beans. And I love that everyone got some, even Michael. Um, and they all Michael were throwing down. Jerry. I mean, you know, guys will eat, I guess, whatever you put in front of them, really. But they were all throwing up. Maybe it was good. Maybe there's something they're not telling us. Maybe it was good. Um, so at this skinny dinner, it's addressed the fact that, you know, Tammy only has a couple years left if she keeps eating fat. So we need her to lose weight and get the surgery. So they prompt Jerry to ask, what are his feelings? Like, you met her on the BBW side. You obviously like her big. Do you want her to remain this big? And he says, like, I'm totally in favor of her getting the surgery and doing what's right for her. Um, but apparently he had threatened Tammy on the phone and said, like, yeah, I want you to get the surgery. And yeah, I want you to lose weight but I don't want you to get too small. And I wrote to myself, I have an odd feeling Tammy will never get too small. <laughs> yeah, I was also questioning, I was like, too small. I mean, what's too small to him? Now, you like BBW, so like, obviously, like, because it's like 300 pounds too small? Right, like Amy's because 300 of, pounds right now. Like, is she too small? Because I, because a lot of people would agree that three 300 pounds is not small at all. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, and that still wouldn't be a healthy weight for her, which is crazy. At least at 300 pounds, you don't have to watch her miserably get pushed around and humiliated every fucking day. Like, and you're not even here to help. Yeah. You can say you want her 600 pounds if you're doing everything to help her out be 600 pounds. You're not offering exactly. shit. It's just so crazy because it's like, it really does become a vicious cycle because once you're that big and you can't really move around much, then yeah, how can you lose weight? Then how do you? I mean, listen, on my sister pound life, doctor now, he's giving them exercises, little dumbbells, or whatever. Maybe figured it out. But once you start losing the ability to walk, it really becomes crunch time after that. Like the the clock definitely starts ticking. It's scary. So again, <laughs> I don't. 
again, I don't think he understands. Like, it's really, really do or die for her. I don't think the city boy understands. She had the nerve to say, like, I'm not his first big girl he's with. So, like, he doesn't flinch at these moments. Like, you would think these are bad moments, but they're not. And I'm like, maybe. Oh. Maybe that's why. Is that why he doesn't do anything? Maybe because he's just used to it. He doesn't <laughs> seem unmoved. He just seems disinterested. Because uh. I hate to think he's dated hella other 600-pound women where all they ever do is hang out with other people because other people have to take care of her while you just sit there. I also noticed on the hate right he kept touching the sister. Does he want her instead? She's more his size bracket. Is she more palatable, big woman? <laughs> right. So we didn't even mention, but the sister Misty again. They just randomly have like a lot of siblings. So the sister Misty pops up, and she's known to be a total bitch. So she's meeting Jerry for the first time, and she honestly is cool. Like I didn't mention her because she didn't really do anything. Yeah, um, yeah she's. Fine. She kind of alluded to him not being the best for her, but then she moved on. And because she, again, like Amy is like, you know what? I can't be the hater again. I got to let her have something. Right. She can't date me. So who am I? Um, and then next up, next week, we see that Jerry's still here. And it's revealed that somebody walked in on Tammy just sucking down a 32-ounce milkshake. And <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is I thought you were going to say sucking down on a bleep, but um, even worse unfortunately she was sucking down on something that she shouldn't have been um, <laughs> uh, we didn't even talk about their sex but what did you think do you think that he is pounding her out or do you think it's just like okay sex and then I'm also confused about the mechanics of it because if he can't even contribute when they're out in public how is he doing like liftings and changing positions and all that because I'm assuming he has to help with that and here's my thing here's my thing here's my thing here's my thing when they were in like the shop, they were they kept alluding to like the secret that what's the secret? Is that the Tammy secret has? she's near death. <laughs> Is that a secret? I don't think he. I don't think she's ever told him point blank like it's do or die for me. That's really bleak to tell somebody like when you first meet them. <laughs> I mean, they're not first meeting, but like that's like a lot. That's heavy. I'd rather you just go to an appointment with me and the doctor say it in front of you. I hate to be the one to sit down and be like, <laughs> yeah, so and be like, I love bro, you, like, but I'm, I'm going to die. Pass me that piece of candy, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's nuts. So if it's not, if that's, if they have a different secret, I'd be really interested. It's a secret from us as well, but I have I'm an odd say, feeling. What is the secret? Thing. I was wondering if the secret was alluding to that, but because because it they talked about it after Amy was like oh like I heard y'all last night da, 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 da. I heard you screaming whatever whatever so that's on like what is the secret um because they seem to have a, a healthy sex life I imagine either she's in like one position the whole time obviously like I don't think he's literally maneuvering her. Or oh, wow. it's, or she's just giving him oral because I don't. She's she can't move like, I, if she was able to do some some maneuvers in bed, that's crazy to me. I'm not even mad at that. I'm like happy that she can do that because I I don't see it <laughs> from what I can see of her movements. I 
doubt it, but if she can manage that, I mean, go on, girl, get, get you yours. It's like how women, when like a car like falls on their kids, they get super strength and they can lift it. It's like suddenly in the bedroom, <laughs> she's like a hundred pounds. Wait, why was it that example of all examples? <laughs> why did a car? Because I, I, when I think of the super strength one, I always think of that story of that woman who like picked up a car of her child. And so I think of that. I think Amy is suddenly a hundred pounds when she's laying down. <laughs> Lay your head on um, Yeah, so and you know that's what he's kind of there for anyway. So yeah, so next week we just see that everything's really bad on the eating side for Tammy. We also find out that Amy wanted to do a meal delivery service for her. So <laughs> she <laughs> So she ordered her 30 32 meals and she finished it in two days. It's not funny. That's actually insane. Because she even cooked all that food that fast. I that's what I was still stuck on like the cooking process. The meal delivery service is actually really smart, but the fact that she ate it all in thirty-two meals in two days. Someone do me the quick math on that. I did the math because I figured. I did the math. So the thing is, I assume she's getting her the meals where it's like the four person, you know, it's like four serving sizes. So I'm assuming like each meal she has four serving sizes of. So that would be eight meals total. So she got her eight individual different meals. So that's she's finishing off like four meals a day. I need to know if Jerry was there. I really hope it was while Jerry was saying with her to like soften the load. I'd hate to think. She's eating 16 servings of food in a day. 16? When do, do you do anything else in the day? Because I'm assuming, again, cooking up four different individual meals, dare you have to wash a dish and use it again. Like, and then eating no, all that? No, they don't. That's the thing. Like, when I, wa- I told you, when I watched... My sister found like they literally just eat all day. Like there's no there's no time to do anything else. It's the quantity, so they eat a lot and they eat like a lot of times. They eat big portions a lot of times during the day. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to like work. That means you're finishing off like that pan of brownie. As soon as you put that final forkful in, you're going straight to the kitchen to cook up the next meal. You got like there's no downtime. You need to get like a TV break. There's no downtime for these people. Whoa. And I love to eat, but damn. That just seems crazy. I mean, again, and it's like an addiction. So I get it. And food is easily accessible. And you can't, there's no way around food. Like, right. Because we all have to eat. We all have to eat. With alcohol and drugs, like, I cannot drink. I cannot do drugs, theoretically, obviously, if you have an addiction. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not something that's important and sustainable for you for your life so that's why like, i feel like food addiction is it really is one of the hardest things i think to get over because it's just like i will never not be able to eat because then if i don't eat now i have anorexia like you know what i mean like I, yeah you no if you're on a it. diet every fucking day there are probably multiple times a day you can relapse on so anything else yeah it's whatever in it's like whatever. um I was listening to this doctor talk. I can't forget. I forgot what it was on, but he was just saying like, it's the most maddening of the addictions because of that. Like you don't have, you feel so powerless in it because you have to do it. 
it's just frustrating and so it's an active you have to think about it every fucking day and it takes up your whole life that's the problem having a weight problem like you even when you get skinny like you always got to think about food you have yeah, to it'll never about, be easy you'll never not think about it you know what i mean the moment like you're big and you're like okay i gotta lose weight and even if you do lose the weight you're thinking about food from that moment on because you don't want to get even you don't want to get bigger or you're trying to maintain, or you're trying to lose again. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah, you're always going to be obsessed. Yeah. It's sick. So all that to say, thanks for listening to us talk about 1,000 pounds, sisters. <laughs> um, again, we release, this year, I guess, of 2021, we're releasing a lot of passion projects. So just consider this one of our passion project episodes. So yeah, two people this can listen to it. Honestly, we could care less. This is our year. This is the equivalent to like our P Valley passion project. Yeah, and like the Wendy Williams movie for me. Yeah, <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> um, probably already out. Yeah, right? yeah, by this time. Uh, so yeah. Uh, until next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh no, we have to pick up. Um. A housewife who's on, on display. display. Who's on display to you in this? Uh, uh, do you want to do episode or you want to do series? We can do series since okay. we've kind of been doing series. Okay, who are you picking? It's the brother for me, obviously. I was oh. going to say the brother too. Or Dr. Proctor because he's fucking hot, bro. Whew. Yeah, for sure. I'm like season one, Dr. Office. Proctor, season two, the brother. There we go. Perfect. Bam. Remember bam, when Emerald Lagasse was on the Food Network and he used to go, bam, like always add like a regano to something with that? <laughs> it's funny <laughs> because like, whenever we like, mention a chef, we each have a chef that we like to mention and you like to mention Emerald Lagasse. And I like to mention. <laughs> I live to refer chef to Emerald Lagasse. For sure. Um, but okay, yeah, this was a great time. And then- <laughs> Really, I'm really curious if this episode does well because, like, are there other people watching this show? (laughs) (laughs) But for you, you are the Amy to my Tammy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, talk to you later. Adios.